I'm Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. Jiu-Jitsu people are always trying to help each other out. It's one of my favorite things about Jiu-Jitsu. But just because we all have good intentions in trying to help each other out on the mat, that doesn't mean that all Jiu-Jitsu advice is good advice. Today we've got seven things that we should all stop saying. Well, it's actually six things we should stop saying and one thing that we actually should start saying, but you get my point. I always do my best on this show to make sure I'm giving good advice and the best advice I'm giving you is to head over to epicrollbjj.com and use the code podcast15 to take 15% off the best geese, rash guards, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, joggers, and more. A lot of the time people just pick up a compression shirt from Walmart and use that as a rash guard. Don't do that. Don't waste money on gear that wasn't designed by grapplers specifically for our sport. Epic Roll is designed to not only look good on and off the mat, but also to hold up to your most demanding training sessions. Give Epic Roll a follow on the gram at Epic Roll BJJ and use the code podcast15 at epicrollbjj.com. Epicrollbjj.com, coupon code podcast15. Here's advice that you should and shouldn't be giving. Welcome to That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Often bandied about is the advice, if you want to get better, just show up. On its surface, yes, you need to actually show up to train to get better. You can't get better at jiu-jitsu if you're not doing jiu-jitsu. But you also can't assume that just by showing up, you're going to get better. You need to show up and train with purpose. If you're not training with intent to get better and work on things that you need to work on, then yeah, you'll get better just by being there and rolling, but you'll get better way slower than you would if you were showing up and training with a purpose. Don't just show up. Show up with a goal for the day and the mindset that you are there to work on what you need to work on. You will often hear people say not to rely on strength when rolling. I think that pretending that strength doesn't matter in jiu-jitsu is a pretty dumb approach. Of course strength matters. If it didn't matter, most ADCC competitors wouldn't look like they have superhero physiques. In training, people say not to use strength so that you develop better technique. I think this advice needs to be changed a little. When you are competing, you are going to use your technique with your strength. When you're training, you should not use strength in the absence of technique. You shouldn't just bench press your way out of mount just because you have bad mount escape technique. You should work on learning the right technique to escape being mounted. But if you are doing your mount escape technique with no strength behind it, you're not realistically using the technique that you will in competition. Strength isn't everything, but let's stop pretending it isn't something. Tell me if you've ever heard this conversation on the map before. Hey, how do I get out of this position? Well, your first defense is to not end up there. All right, so that isn't helpful. I get what you're going for, but can you please help me escape this position in the likely event that I'll get here again? Hey, I've got a flat tire. Can you help me patch it? Well, the first thing you should have done was not run over that nail. That doesn't fix it. If someone asks you how to escape something or how to recover to a better position, then give them that advice. You could say if you're getting caught here a lot, you might be XYZ, but do you see how that's not as condescending? Let's stop pretending just don't get there is good advice at all. This next one is the one I mentioned in the intro that is something that isn't said enough but needs to be. 
When you are drilling, you need to be drilling on both sides. Thinking there's a good side and a bad side is a bad approach. And in all of these years of doing jujitsu, I've only heard this advice said less than five times. My professor did a tournament recently and afterwards he told us how he found himself in a position that he's better at on one side than the other and he was very aware that if he was on his quote unquote good side he would have had an easier match. I don't want to find myself in this situation and neither should you. Force yourself to drill the technique from both sides from the beginning. Don't say let me get it down on this side and then I'll do the other. Don't do that. Drill on both sides. That's good advice, now back to the bad. A common cliche is to leave your ego at the door. Yes and no. If you have no ego, then you don't care if you suck and are less likely to get better. If you have too much ego, you're just being a dick. You need the right amount of ego to get beat by something, want to learn how to not get beat by that thing because getting beat sucks, but not have such an ego that you're a dick to your training partner because they hit a clean technique on you. When people tap me in class, I'm 50% pumped for them because it means they are getting good at something and 50% wanting to learn how slash what they did so I can stop them from doing it again and also I want to make that part of my game. I'm 0% pissed at them because I quote unquote lost the training round. Training rounds are not competition rounds. I don't feel better about myself if I tap a teammate in training. I don't get down on myself if a teammate taps me. I am aware that one of those things happened and try to analyze why and how I can improve. You need enough ego to get better, not so much as to be a dick. The common advice of worry about position before submission makes sense at first glance, but eventually it transitions into bad advice. When you're talking to white belts and people who might be spazzing a bit, then yes, in broad strokes they should focus on securing a position and learning how to control an opponent before sub-hunting. However, as you progress and get better, every transition from one position to another becomes its own little position where you can catch a submission or be caught in a submission. You need to always be aware and also on the hunt at all times. The mindset of takedown, pass, sub is way too old school. This one is good for white belts, but bad for everyone else. This last one is tough for me because not only am I guilty of saying it myself, but I also don't want to sound like I'm attacking a positive message. Jiu-Jitsu is for everyone. We've all heard it, but it could use some minor tweaking because, unfortunately, Jiu-Jitsu is not for everyone. For some people, Jiu-Jitsu just isn't a good fit and it's not for them. Everyone should try jiu-jitsu and anyone can do jiu-jitsu. No matter what physical limitation you have, there is a way that you can do jiu-jitsu and we should be inclusive to everyone that wants to try. In that way, jiu-jitsu is for everyone. However, jiu-jitsu will not be liked by everyone. Everyone does not have to do jiu-jitsu. Sometimes people don't like the thing you like. It's hard for me to believe people wouldn't like jiu-jitsu because I love it so much, but they're allowed to have their opinion. If someone tries jiu-jitsu and doesn't stick with it or enjoy it, that's fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe this one could be better said as jiu-jitsu can be for everyone. But if you don't like jiu-jitsu, you're wrong, and you're probably not listening to this, so I can say that and not get too much hate mail about it. 
So there you have it, six things you should stop saying and one you should start. Thank you all so much for listening and for supporting the show. If you really want to support the show, the link to Patreon is in the episode notes where you can get ad-free episodes and early access to episodes plus other bonus content for just a few bucks a month, so please check that out. Thanks again for listening and I will see you all next time.